From the News Talk STL studios in St. Louis, it's The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter. On tonight's episode, infamous comedian Chrissy Mayer. And then St. Louis City's Homeless Bill of Rights with Byron Keelan of Freedom Principle, Missouri. Also, Kirby Newberry, the king of coffee from DiscountCoffee.com, visits us live in studio. And the Right Mind Studio Band, Mitch Murphy and the Murphy Tones. Now putting the fun in your dysfunctional world, here's your host, Todd Showalter. Oh, Joey, you're not going to believe what happened. You know, I, I walk in here, like, and I, each, each time I come in here into the station, right, and I try to spread my, my introductory cheer, right? Mm-hmm. And I try, you know, I try to be cheery with everybody and say, hello, hello. You know, People I say, love it. I well, know they love it. Everyone if, here loves you. Well, if they, if they don't, they're really doing a good job of faking it, except mm-hmm. for, you know, Katie who tells me to go away. But anyway, I'm saying hello to everybody, and everybody's, you know, responding. Oh, yeah, hi, Todd, and I go away. And you know what Larry Connors says? He says, get a haircut. What? Like yes. you're some no, sort I, of hippie on his front I, lawn? I don't know. You know, I, I was just trying to spread my 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 cheer, you know, and my, my sparkling personality, and yeah, and, and everybody's just kind of nodding and you know waving me away. But no, 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 Larry. Larry just looks up and goes, "Get a haircut." He's part of the uh, the bald crew. We got one of our big boss man, Joe Rush. Right. He's, he's a bald man yeah. also. And then uh, Admiral Andy, he's a bald man too. Admiral Andy is. Bald. Is there something? Is it like contagious here or something? So there's low testosterone in the water. There Only us be. with beautiful heads of hair are th- the most dominant species. I, I think you're right. Mm. I think that's a good point. Wow, I didn't think about that. Okay, well, I'm going to let it go because I'm not going to let it ruin my day. Okay, You're so, an optimist. I like that. I am an optimist. I'm kind of that glass is like brimming over with whatever's in the glass type of guy. And you need that in the city of St. Louis. When you come downtown, you yes. need to be optimistic because well, it's not just there for you to see. Well, when you come into the city of St. Louis, you better watch, you watch where you're walking now. You could step in poop. Oh. It, it is could it be legal? human poop. Is it legal to poop on the streets I, yet? They're trying. They, the, the, apparently, they're gonna, the, the homeless people, they're going to have their own bill of rights. I guess it's going to be like uh, 1776 all over again just with mm-hmm. homeless people. But they're going to put it into their constitution. Oh, I get a constitution because that's kind of like poop. It, 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 that they should be allowed to, 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 to poop anywhere they want. It's like the Tea Party but with a different letter. Yes. The Pea Party. The Pea Party. Throwing wow. it in the harbor right I there. I like that. I like that. They should write that in. But that's that's something that they really want to include. Now, I, I just don't understand that. I mean, because I can't take, you know, my dog or my ferret or my gerbil or my goldfish downtown and just say, hey, just go ahead and if you got to go, just go. No, I would get cited or some type of ticket for that. But apparently I could just identify as a homeless person and just say, I'm not going to wait in line. I'm going to go right here in front of City Hall and that would be perfectly fine. What were we talking about earlier? You said there's some guy speaking of strange people about uh, comic book stories like some nut nut job is like robbing comic book stores yeah I, this should especially offend you as a cartoonist well, there's does. some crackhead on the loose crackhead. who's going to different comic book stores he's already hit apotheosis comics downtown Apotheos. and then he hit the fantasy shop in st charles and what he's doing in Vanish. i thought that was like a strip club oh no that's uh Priscilla's, where fun and fantasy meet. This oh, is this that's is why the, I, always, I you know I, every time I go in for a comic book, I come out with negligee. I'm just in the wrong store. Yeah, you're in the wrong store. But yeah, the fantasy shop they got hit hard too. This crackhead just goes in and he steals the comic books, and I feel like that's a terrible uh, way to invest your money, thinking you're going to get more money for comic books than if you stole like jewelry or something. Which wait a minute. So what, what are they like Archie or like are, are they kind of like the stupid comic? You know books? what? What? Maybe they are the dirty ones, the mangas and the hentai's and the stuff. mangas and the hentai's. The Japanese stuff you read right oh. to left with all the scrambled letters on it. Is that like the Pokemon thing? The it's Poke- exactly like Pokemon. Oh, someone's yeah. getting a poke. 
I had to like oh, getting poked. Yeah, that's another. But he's going in with a mask on, a COVID mask, but he wears it around his neck. Really? He's not even wearing it to conceal his face. So there's these beautiful crystal clear images that the comic book shops have released that you've seen this crackhead, please turn him in. Well, it's more effective to wear the mask around your neck, I think, because it doesn't do anything if you wear it over your face. I was at this concert last night. Uh, my my son, Blake. Hi, Blake. Hi. He's not, he, he's not listening. But his girlfriend, who's very talented, Emma, uh, she goes to Umsel, okay? And um, she's in the the, the the concert there, the symphony or whatever they call it. She's probably she, got a chair. She's probably like second they, chair, she third has chair. A, she has a chair because she, she plays the cello, okay? Mm-hmm. So they don't make you stand. They let you sit down doing that. Best but part of that instrument. You're not going to believe, though. I mean, there were people with masks on at this concert. Unbelievable. Do you call it a concert? I guess it's a recital. So you know what I did? Mm-hmm. Right in the middle of the symphony or concert or whatever we're calling it, I stood up, I coughed like this, <laughs> and I said, COVID! <laughs> yeah, I did. It seems like no one would appreciate they that didn't humor. They appreciate it, and I was asked to leave. I'm not getting to go back to any more concerts. Well, did they have any singers there? Those people like to spit I on the sang, audience. You should I be protecting sang. yourself like a Gallagher show where they're trying to spit in your mouth as they're singing. Spit in your mouth. Wow. That reminds me, we have some kook out in California. That's why she's in California because it's a giant state for kooks. That they're trying to replace that Senate seat uh, that Diane Feinstein, that she died and, and she can't be senator anymore. they got to Febreze that seat first. Yeah. Well, she can still vote Democrat even though she's dead. But, I mean, they have to fill the seat now and some woman that that she she wants uh she's she's proposing her, her whole pitch is that we're going to have $50 an hour minimum wage. Can you imagine $50 an hour minimum wage? I don't know about you, but I mean, I'll go work at the old, you know, Taco Hut for 50 bucks an hour. I worked at Blockbuster, my very first job, Blockbuster Video Rental Store. I remember that. It's like 2004, and I got paid six twenty-five an hour, but mm. I got five free movie rentals a week that and two free video games a week, and it all evened out. I felt like a millionaire watching those movies, did playing they, those games. Were you like? Did you always get upset that people didn't rewind those things because they had that big like scolding label on them all? Be 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 kind and rewind, and then they got rid of the be kind part, didn't they? Wouldn't it just re- remember to rewind? Do it or else. It was I, something like that. They probably tacked on rewind fees at some places. I think they did. What we had was actual video cassette rewinders, the most useless technology. If they're still making them, oh, they better is. stop. We had like five cassette rewinders. You'd throw them in there, slam it shut like a toaster, and then it would rewind it and then spit it back out. That would have been a good video to actually rent, you know, you know the watching people actually rewind the videos. Wow. The That's reason cool. I lost my job at Blockbuster is yeah. because they didn't pay me enough, and I... Decided to not show up to work one day. Yeah. And the Dropbox, yeah. where they put the movies in overnight, I forgot to uh, leave that open. So people just started leaving their tapes on the sidewalk. <laughs> that was me. And, the poli- and then I took them home with me. And the police that's had to come make- and watch the tapes so no one would steal them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how I got my collection. Kind of like my library at home. I mean, all my, my giant, yeah, I have a giant library at home. And it's, uh, it's it all goes back to the 80s and all the books say St. Louis County Library. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they took they away the fees. I, I didn't really do that well maybe i did but yeah no. come at me library i don't care did you have a lot of jobs when you were young i had a lot of jobs when i was growing up i would just stick to a place that said yes like i was too scared to go find another job i never got paid very much because i was just happy it was like video store 
than bookstore, than movie theater. Kind of mm. in that media realm where I'm like, one day yeah. I'll be famous. Oh, I have no ambition, actually. I think I'll just stay working at the movie theater. So it's kind of like your niche, as they call it, your mm-hmm. specialty. Famous adjacent, watching famous. other people do book signings and be on the big screen. Famous adjacent. Famous adjacent. You know what that reminds me of? It sounds like a kid's name. And you know what? My, my wife, she helps out at this daycare thing. And, and and she was telling me about some of the kids' names, and they all have, they have these names. They're not normal names anymore. Mm-mm. It's like like Kaluklapi like or something like that. And I'm like, what? Yeah, oh, you should see what Schnarnivorous did. <laughs> what? So, don't you have like a Bobby and a Sally? No, they all have these weird names now. When did that start? Why can't you? Can you imagine being a kid? You were mentioning that earlier. Something we were talking off the show because we sometimes we do that because they say this is too inappropriate to go over the air. So, but you were mentioning we were talking about helicopter parents, and you said now, which I kind of like. Are uh, lawnmower parents? Yeah, helicopter parents. That would be someone that kind of hovers over their kid, make sure everything's taken care of. But yeah. they they don't interfere too much. They let them struggle a little bit. But a lawnmower parent, they just pave the way. They stand in front of the kid. They mow over any obstacles whatsoever, and then the kid just follows behind them. Wow. They have lives that are just so easy nowadays. You have to give them a little bit of struggle for a personality. So maybe a stupid name is a way to give them a little bit of personality, like you were saying charcuterie. Charcuterie. I think one of the kids' name is charcuterie. Mm -hmm. Calliope, yeah. Calliope is another one. And I guess they do that. It's like that joke, like, you know. Uh, where did they come? Well, you know, where? How did the? How did you come up with my name, Dad? And it's like, oh well, you know, we the the, the, the when we're, you're being conceived, it's whatever we're, we're we're looking at, and it's like, why do you ask? And, you know, two rabbits doing it, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So I don't think they do that though. But they're really kind of bizarre names. And you're right because it puts a, it, it's kind of it's got to be difficult growing up. And what do they do when they call your name? Like you you're like on a sports team or something like that. And Calliope, I mean, what what, what it just, it just doesn't have the right ring to it. I would definitely pick a name that's synonymous with a very expensive brand. Oh, yeah. Like uh, BMW. I'd just call him Beamer. Beamer would be good. Yeah. Yeah, Gucci. Gucci. Oh, I think Gucci. What is that Gucci? Yeah. See, I like, I would do like uh, Utz. Because I like Utz pretzels. Yeah, Utz nuts. So I should, Utz nuts are good. So I, I, you know what? If I have another kid, and I don't, not planning on it, but you know, what? I, I'm going to name it Utz. Dracoir Noir. That was a good uh, cologne back Dra- in the day. I think they do have a kid named that. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Dracoir. Dracoir. <laughs> unbelievable. We've got a wild show. we got a really wild show coming up here. Look how funny we are, Joe and Todd. Jeez. Joe, Two of the most boring names. How did we get any personality? Well, I have no idea, but it was easy to spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I could mean, find a license plate on a spinner rack at the zoo with my name on it. Well, you and have- it made me feel good two vowels in your name. I only got one, but I got two Ds in my You got name. that drink named after you, Hot Toddy. I do. Yeah. yeah that's, I guess I do. Well, that's good. Got a big show coming up. We got Chrissy Mayer coming on. She's a, a national comedian, and she was uh, she was on Fox News a while back. I don't know if anybody saw it, but she really called out a heckler, and she's a conservative comedian, too, and she wasn't going to take it from any of these uh these heckling uh, liberals or whatever we're going after. So she's fun. You can spot the liberals by their blue hair as part of her, her bit she I did. I saw somebody with blue hair at that concert last night. And, and you, it, you it, took a covert picture, didn't I you, just did under t- your I arm. wasn't supposed to bring that up, but I'm going to tell about it. Yeah, my wife, okay, I'm at this concert that I just mentioned before for my son's girlfriend, and there was somebody sitting next to me that was totally, had a shaved head. I don't know if it was a man or a woman or what it was, totally shaved head with like these horse tails that were bright blue coming out of the bald head. And I thought, 
this is all, I had to take a picture of this. And my wife said, don't you dare take a picture. Just like that, too. And we told the wife, we have to use it on the radio. This That's is good right. content. I'm showing everybody the picture on the radio tonight. You have to let me, or tomorrow, you have to let me do this. The horsetail is not where you'd expect it to be. There could be one on the back, but there's some coming out of the side you also. Know, she had like horsetails, he or she, I don't, it was coming out of the side of the head, of the bald head, bright blue horsetails. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, people pick on me for the mullet, but at least I don't have horsetails coming out of the side of my head. Yes. We got to get some blue hair for you so you can, uh, I don't know, infiltrate the community and find out what is going on over there. I know a lot of older people that have blue hair, but that's a whole other story. Oh, so anyway, then also we have uh, Byron Keelan from Freedom Principle. He's going to be with us, uh, and he's going to talk about what we're going to do about these homeless people that just all, they want to poop in the street because he doesn't think they should do it, and I personally don't either. And so uh, he's going to talk to us about that. And then we have the king is actually coming in from the kingdom in studio to talk to us. Well, hopefully that puts him in a happy mood I unless he's so. coming here to beat us about the face. That could be good. That would be good radio, though, having the king beat us on the radio. Lashes. Lashes. He's going to give us a few we'll, lashes. We'll get a coffee lashing. But we got uh, you know, all kinds of other stuff, too. And we're going to get into it as soon as we get back. In the meantime, I'm Todd Showalter, along with my good buddy, Joey V. You're listening to The Right Mind Show. Take it away, Mitch. We'll be right back. Coming up next on The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter, comedian Chrissy Mayer talks about almost getting canceled by sensitive liberals. Welcome back to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter on Newstalk STL. And now a man who was so opposed to violence, the last time he rang someone's bell, it was as a volunteer for the Salvation Army, Todd Showalter. And we're back. I'm Todd Showalter, along with my buddy Joey V on The Right Mind Show. And on the line now is comedian Chrissy Mayer. We may have seen her on Fox News. You may have seen her in person, but she's one of my favorites because she doesn't take any crap from anybody. How you doing, Chrissy? Doing good, Todd. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. You know, and I, I love your act. We I watch your YouTube uh, stuff, and you know, it, it tell a little bit for the people that don't. I mean, you got a little bit of notoriety. I mean, more notoriety than normal. I mean, but you you kind of went a little viral there on Fox News a while back, uh, several months ago. But you you actually called out a heckler. You want to set that story up? Yeah, it was pretty unexpected because it was in Dallas, Texas, of all places. And I'm from New York. So I just I figure when I perform in New York or California, I can guess like what kind of crowd will be there. But since it was in Dallas, I mean, Dallas is kind of a blue city, I guess. I just have had never experienced this at this club. But anyway, uh, I was just kind of riffing about Dylan Mulvaney because He's been kind of trending and everyone makes a big fuss. And my host, Keanu Thompson, we had been joking that that Keanu looks like Dylan. And we had just been in Vegas before going to Dallas. And we had this like inside joke, like, oh, what day of girlhood are you on? Because that's Dylan's whole claim to fame. And and then I was just going on a bit of a rant. I was like, how has Dylan been? Uh, it's been a year of girlhood, but still like no boobs yet. And I was like, that would be the first thing I would do. Like if I was trying to convince people I was the opposite gender, I would get the biggest, you know, male genitalia I could (laughs) and get it, get it going. You know, I would be like, I have something to prove here. You know, I got to make up for lost time. And I know I was just kind of riffing like, why no, why no boobs yet? And someone in the crowd, a guy yelled because he's a man. And I just went, yeah, because he's a man. Like that's. And I was just like, Dylan's got nothing 
in the ante, you know, he could just wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to go back to being just a dude, but now I have a tight face. I've had plastic surgery, but really I haven't like put my junk on the line. And so we're just, I'm just kind of riffing with this audience member and this other audience member, she goes, no, actually she's a woman. She's a woman. And I go, okay. (laughs) It's like, all right, we have one of those. And somebody else at the table was like, no, you have more than one. And I was like, I'm just taking it all in because these did not look like my typical fans. And I'm, I'm up there going like, were you got that were these free tickets? Did you get lost? Were you on your way to a rally and you got tired and you just came into this? Like, how did these ladies, how did these land whales find their way into this comedy club? And, uh, you know, as a comic, you're always wondering like how long to engage with a heckler, you know, as long as it's funny, as long as it makes sense. And then I kind of said, no, it's all right. Like they can have different beliefs. We can all have different beliefs. This is America. Some of us can believe in reality and some of us can't which got a good reaction yeah. from the crowd and we're just going a little bit back and forth, but I also didn't want to completely stop all my material and make it about them. Cause it's still, you know, you're, you're thinking about the whole rest of the room and how long is this really going to be funny for? So I kind of move on to some other material, um, you know, uh, some just maybe 15 or so minutes had gone by. I see them getting up to leave. I go, I wonder if they're going to say something else. They're at the door they turn around and go f you transphobe and i was like oh <laughs> and i'm thinking like why did it take them so long to storm out i'm like oh it's because they wanted to finish their french fries all these women were easily two 250 a pop yeah. and i was like yeah they didn't want to leave their tater tots behind <laughs> it was a it was and seriously it was i i didn't know i, I kind of caught it accidentally and it was hysterical and then it went uh i kind of went viral i mean it was on uh, the Fox News page, and you know, then you, you I mean, it's, it's. Did you expect all that? Not at all. I did not expect um, Daily Mail. As soon as I saw like the post, I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, and then Fox, I, I think, and now it's like it, it seemed like every couple of months I have some sort of strange viral moment happen. I know. But, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it was great. An, it, was a, it was an interesting couple of months because right before this trans heckler moment, uh, my friend and I, Keanu, had been stopped by American Airlines. We were flying from Vegas to Dallas. All of a sudden, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I go, all right, that's it. They're taking me in for January 6th. Like, I didn't go in the building, but I just, I'm, you'd always figure, like, that's something I always joke about with my friends. Like, they're locking up grandmas. So who knows? I just, I figured, like, that is that what this is about? They're like, no, you got to change your pants because my pants were a little bit sheer. And then they also made my friend Keanu change her outfit. And then what we changed into was actually just these random shorts I had, which were actually more revealing. And it's just insane. And that kind of went viral. And I didn't even stop to ask this guy if he worked for American Airlines. It could yeah, have been just been, a random it, guy in a jacket. It was me. I I thought maybe you. I was just a joke. I thought I didn't realize you. A good on. one. You got me. Yeah, it was good. Well, you're. I mean, you've also got a podcast. Okay. I mean, so I mean, so we've watched uh, Joey here. He's actually uh, going through some stuff now. Um, I mean, how's that going? Because I mean, you've got all it's kinds of. It's been really, really great. I had started a podcast um, in January of 2020. Just. Wanted to do one-on-one interviews here and there. And then in December of 21, I lost my day job because I wouldn't get vaccinated and they wanted everyone to get vaccinated to go back into the building. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm doing this full time now. And uh, I kind of YouTube sort of replaced the time I would spend 
at my day job. And then I just started, I was like, you know, why let's try to go four or five days a week. But, you know, I've always loved talking to people and it, I've interviewed everybody from comedians to like Roger Stone, Sebastian Gorka, Ann Coulter to like adult film stars to, you know, political people, like kind of it, it runs the, the gamut of all kinds of types. So well, I think I've enjoyed a, doing that a lot. I, I think that's a thing with comedians. Uh, I mean, we had a comedian on a couple, well, a few weeks ago, and um, you know, he he does he has porn stars on who tell ghost stories, and I thought, well, that's interesting. <laughs> and then so now you have this too, so it must be some you know, part of it. Now, I do some stand up, but I haven't gotten into the uh, you know having any guests or porn porn stars yet. So I guess we could do that next. Why are they telling ghost stories? All they have to do is read their medical records. Uh, whoa, that is great. That, oh, okay, that's going to be a good bit right there. <laughs> Just read off your STD test. Hey, that's a great. <laughs> but have a flashlight <laughs> under your. Like, whoa, it's gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's writing this down frantically. Wow, yes, we will please. have to use that. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's a show idea. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> wow, it's pure gold. Now, you and are- the condom had holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to let you take over the show because you're doing a much better job than I am. Really, <laughs> we just have a few more people on. You can interview them. So, where actually are you playing now? Because you're traveling all over the place. Um, first of all, let me ask you this, okay? Because you're a conservative comedian. Uh, I mean, you got all this canceling junk. I mean, has anybody tried to cancel you? Oh, for sure. Like yeah. many groups of people. Uh, most recently, the Malaysians tried to cancel me because I stood up for another comic who is an internet she tours internationally she is like asian herself and she made a joke about one of the like the malaysian plane that got lost or crashed or whatever and uh all i said was like that's a great joke jocelyn her name's jocelyn chia i just said like don't apologize for it and then seemed like the whole of malaysia came after me just for having her back on that um i remember at the beginning of the pandemic i put out a funny like sketch and we were all singing kung flu fighting so i had a lot of like chinese people after me after that so I'm I'm really just trying to get around to every group. Uh, well, that's what you have surly. to do. I got to spread the wealth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just don't think I've, I've always believed that no group of people should be above. You know, there's a difference between like just random cruelty and you're making a joke to make a group of people laugh and entertain. And uh, I just don't think any group of people or subjects should be off limits. Like the edgier it is, of course, the funnier. I think it should be to make sure the juice is worth the squeeze, but you know, there shouldn't be in our society, just a, a special group of people that we can never make fun of because to me, that's what equality is all about. Like we're able to, to joke around and, and make fun of everybody equally. Not that, you know, Oh, well this group is mentally ill, so we can't ever make fun of them. It's like, all right, I don't really think that's fair. Yeah. So well, and I was, and how are you? Because, you know, we, I think I did a cartoon a while back. I think I sent it to you way, way back. I mean, it's kind of uh, that that's kind of the whole point. Everybody wants equality. But how are you equal if you're if you're not allowed to be made fun of? And that's that's part of being part of the group, you know. And so if you mm-hmm. say you can't make fun of me, well, and then then you're not equal. You're not like everybody else. I, I, I don't understand. Right. We're tiptoeing around you, pretending you're different. It's like I don't think that's what. I don't think that's what, like, you know, genuine adults who, then we're taking, like, all the grooming aside, all the stuff with kids aside, like, talking about straight up adults who consciously choose to transition. I think they would want to be made fun of just like everybody else. I think, I think people that are in a wheelchair, like, anybody, uh, everyone kind of wants to fit in and 
having a sense of humor and, and being made fun of is, is part of that fitting in. Yeah. And I think, and that's why I, I, I've said it before. I think television and everything is so boring now. I mean, it used to be back, you know, in the eighties, nineties, even earlier. I mean, you could really, I mean, there were, there was some funny content. Now everything mm-hmm. is just so vanilla and, you know, just bland because you don't want to offend anybody. And when you do that, it's just garbage. And I don't know, it, it, it's mind numbing to even watch some of this stuff. I don't even watch there, it. It's, it's just because like, yeah, the nineties the were probably, probably the last great time for I mean, of course, there's still a lot of stand-up comics that are speaking freely and and promote free speech and aren't afraid of being canceled. But just I feel like since the 90s, Hollywood and the stand-up comedy world have become so intertwined. And a lot of people get into comedy just because they want to base, essentially be actors. They want to be in movies. They want to get rich. They want to get famous. They don't necessarily have a message per se or care about free speech. They're just like, I want to get my bag. I want to be famous. Put me in a, put me in a sitcom, put me in a, you know, Judd Apatow movie. And then that's it. And I think it's been kind of been creative handcuffs in a way because of so many folks that are household names are just scared to death of ruining their reputation and going into ruin. I think that's actually great about a lot of these independent content creators and comedians that are kind of, building their own fan base and filling up rooms by themselves without the use of agents or managements. Um, they, they have their kind of ride or die fans and, you know, one, one bad joke or one, one cancellation is not going to ruin you. Whereas a lot of these Hollywood types of comics, they are closer to actors than they are stand up comics, even though they do comedy it's, and they are kind of just, really afraid of, of losing it all. Whereas people who build up their own fan base by themselves actually have more freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any acting aspirations? Mm, no, I, I, I tried out for some commercials like years ago when I was doing improv and, and I was like, I was really turned off by the whole thing. I was like, wait a minute, I have to be in this herpes commercial. And then people are, if this commercial, if I get this commercial, everyone's going to think I have herpes. And I was like, I don't like this industry. You're acting. <laughs> like, You're like a thespian. Yeah. I'm like, I'm an actor. <laughs> Well, where are you touring? Because uh, you're all over the country, but I notice you never come to St. Louis. Are you afraid of the bullets here? Because oh, you know, I'm not afraid of St. Louis. I was at I was in St. Louis maybe like a year or two ago. I have to come back. I'll be in Minnesota um, October 21st. I'll be uh, out on Long Island October 27th, 28th. I'll be in Tampa, Florida early December and back to San Diego early January. But I got to come back to St. Louis. Yeah, you did. Because I mentioned way back, I said, if you do want to come back, I'll, you know, I'll meet you with a bulletproof vest and I'll make sure that you're safe. Wow. At least, yeah. At least for your time <laughs> here, you know, yeah, I'll do my best to make sure that you come out. Uh, now here, uh, they, uh, they're going to start pooping in the streets here because the homeless there, they have this. Oh, bill, really? Yeah. They have this bill of rights. Cause I think they're, they're, you know, kind of jealous of San Francisco. And so they have this whole bill <laughs> of rights, you know, that they're going to, they think they should be able to poop in the street so if that, if you do come i'll get you a bulletproof vest and maybe uh, yes todd some, we'll some, match yeah we can compare homeless stories i saw a man i was coming out of the subway the other day i saw a man shooting fentanyl right into his foot i was like wow you guys are getting so creative <laughs> <laughs> did he did he just die on the spot 
I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know, buddy. You have kind of nice feet. I'm, I don't think you want to mess those little tootsies <laughs> up. And he just wouldn't pay attention to me. Wow. Well, they should. That's a shame. <laughs> well, you know, I'll make sure that you're noticed here. That if anybody wants to do that, you know, shooting their. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Well, you're the best. I hope you'll come back and join me again sometime. I appreciate you coming on. For sure, on. Todd. All you right. have my phone number. It's too late now. You can text me whenever. No, we're gonna put that out here. On we're I'm gonna tell you about your phone number here a little bit. If they want to get in touch with you, um, you know, and especially if they want to cancel you or they're upset over, you know, what kind of sandwich you like or something, you know, it, it doesn't matter at this point. They'll find something. Yes. Yes, please cancel me. It's uh, it's it's great for my Twitter following. Well, I, I tell you what, I actually have some shirts on my store because I'm a cartoonist and so I got all this, Ooh. this weird stuff. It's, I have this shirt called Cancel This and I'm going to send you one, Okay. I love that. Cancel I'm, I'll this. wear it to the gym. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, gym or maybe the shower, you know, <laughs> sleep in, whatever you want to do. Or maybe you're, if you have, see somebody shooting fentanyl on their foot, you could wear it then too. You know, just whatever. Whatever's good. <laughs> yes, I'll, give, I'll hand it out to somebody passed out in the street. <laughs> It'll be a blanket. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. You're the best. And uh, can't Thanks, wait to God. catch you next time. All right. Well, talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Well, it's Chrissy Mayer. She's a fun person. She has a lot. You know, and I tell you, I mean, seriously, her, her YouTube, I don't know if we can say the name of her show, but uh, can we say it? I mean, I don't know. It'll be weird. Well, if you just want to find her yeah, on YouTube, just, just make sure you spell her name correctly. Chrissy, C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E. Right. And then Mayer, M-A-Y-R. And Chrissy Mayer on YouTube has 88,000 subscribers. 88,000. That's almost as many as we don't. That's almost the population of St. Louis right there. That is. Well, I, as this morning, I think maybe it's half of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, you know, it's, 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 it's a shame that, you know, St. Louis is, you know, not, it's kind of gone downhill. And it's, you know, it's, they say St. Louis is broken. But, you know, speaking of broken, mm-hmm. if I've got something broken around the house, which is, you know, I spend more time around my house than I do downtown St. Louis. And that's why I give my home extra effort. And if there is something broken or I feel like adding on to it. Or, if your arch has a bend in the middle that needs yes, to be straightened out. I, th- I actually do have an arch inside the family. It's mm-hmm. like the, this entranceways if I wanted to fix. You know what I would do, though, if I wanted to fix or replace that? Hmm. What guess would you who, do? Guess who I would call. I don't want to guess. Just tell me. Okay. It's Rick. Rick oh, yes. The, Rick at the Bernstein Remodelers because that's what they do at the Bernstein Remodelers. They do remodeling. That's why it's in their name. But not only will they remodel. They'll fix things also. If you got something broken around the home, whether it's, you know, plumbing or electric or, you know, plaster or maybe somebody fell through your ceiling, whatever it may be, Rick at the Bernstein Remodelers can help you out. And I'm always happy to mention that if you have a wall that needs to be relocated, I don't know why he, he likes me to mention that. I guess it's a big thing. I guess people want to relocate walls. Well, Look no further than the Bernstein Remodelers because they'll take care of it for you. And I've known Rick now for over 20 years. He is a great guy, and he's a patriot, by the way, which I'm very proud of. And he has very patriotic and well-qualified people that work with him. And guess what? What do I always say? They're also very polite. polite. I love polite workers. So if you have anything that needs to be replaced, fixed, whatever you need around the home, I want you to give my buddy Rick at the Bernstein Remodelers a call. He's at 314-324-3024. That's 314-324-3024. And when we come back, we've got more fun and mayhem on the way. 
We're going to be talking about this city with the homeless wanting to go to the bathroom in the streets. And we're going to have the king in studio when we come back as well. In the meantime, you're listening to me, Todd Showalter, along with my good buddy, Joey V. On the Right Mind Show, Mitch Murphy, take it away. We'll be right back. Coming up next on the Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter, King Kirby from DiscountCoffee.com joins us live in studio to deliver some gifts. Welcome back to the Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter on News Talk STL. And now a man so generous that whenever he's donating blood, he always offers a free one-handed foot rub to the phlebotomist, Todd Showalter. And we're back. I'm Todd Showalter along with my buddy Joey V. You're listening to the Right Mind Show. Mitch Murphy in the background with the studio band doing another swell job. Didn't he uh, do okay with that last number, Joey? Yeah, he brings in the weirdest instruments sometimes. Yeah, I think know. today he's just crinkling paper. Yeah, something like that. He I went through the trash At to look for instruments. He wore pants today, though. It's, it's a good day it, when Mitch has pants. You are not going to believe. Mitch has britches. Mitch, oh, I like we got to sell that. Mitch's bridges. That. I, 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 well, yeah, we'll put them on the site that we don't have. But mm-hmm. hey, actually, we do have a site. Guess what? Mm. Christmas is here because guess who is live in the studio with us? Open your eyes, Joey. I, w- I wanted to surprise you. Look, it's better than Santa Claus with presents. Ladies and gentlemen, in the Right Mind studio is the king himself, King Kirby from DiscountCoffee.com. Hello, King. It's a, I cannot believe I'm sitting here right across from you. Hello, Todd. We're not worthy. Hello, we are not Joey. Worthy. I, I am not worthy. And it, 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 it was like you walked in here, and it's almost like it was like a Moses thing. I mean, <laughs> everything just started parting and stuff. But I, the reason is, I mean, because I mean, you, you had all this, all this, this aura about you, but you also had well, uh, like I, I, I thought it was my PJs. You know, Mitch is wearing pants, right. but the internet never sleeps, Todd. And I'm, you know, I apologize, but I'm in my pajamas, but, well, but yeah. they're royal pajamas. I like the little crowns, don't you? Those are very nice. Uh, yeah, yeah purple. I thought they were like sequins. Well, don't tell anybody, but I am totally naked underneath my clothes. Well, this is radio, so. That is, yeah, it is right. That's why we do radio. Yeah. Because we can do anything we want, right? Right, Joey? Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. I like that. Was that another one of your punk bands that you mm-hmm. I think so. But anyway, the king. The king comes in here. The, the, the waves part because he's got, he brought gifts. The king is bearing gifts. You would not believe that he brought boxes of all kinds of presents and good stuff for everybody at the stage. Joey hasn't opened his yet. But I, oh, I opened, ho, ho, ho. I it's mine. like uh, Christmas and it is October. a gallon it of milk in Christmas. mine. I shouldn't have stabbed it. We've got, and this is all from discountcoffee.com. So anybody listening to the show can get all these good presents that we have, only you'll have to pay for them. <laughs> now, you can't be on the naughty list. you, you got to stay on, on the good conservative list. He's Ooh. got chock full of nuts, uh, coffee. We've got Land O'Lakes. The Land O'Lakes uh, thing from cocoa. last week that you were talking about really intrigued me. I was about to buy Brownie some. Crisp. This Ooh, is better. Brownie crisp. These are these, uh, everything. What? I, how did you get all these in the chariot? It, I got help. You know, I got... Um, Santa. He brought me in the sleigh. Santa, you know? so you know Santa yeah, first. Uh, we help Santa out at Christmas time. You know. Chia tea latte? If you look in your box, Todd, yes. that Lando Lakes is, is a very special brand new flavor. Wow. Birthday cake flavor. Birthday cake. Okay, right. Okay, we have Lando Lakes cocoa mix, but it's birthday cake flavor. One of the things I don't know if people realize, you have a giant warehouse that, I mean, it's not like, you know, people place their order and it comes from here, there, and everywhere. I mean, the kingdom has its own central location where all these great products come from. 
Yeah, the uh, Kingdom's Warehouse is in St. Peter's, Missouri, and we ship uh, into Missouri, Illinois. Actually, we ship domestically and internationally. Um, But you're going to find things at DiscountCoffee.com that you cannot find at a local grocery store like Deerberg's or Schnucks, or you cannot find at a club store like Sam's or Costco. And uh, if you have an office and you're getting a coffee service servicing you, uh, grab your most recent statement and just compare prices. And you'll see that you can quickly save anywhere from 10% to as much as 30 40%. Now, I see that you ship to military addresses. How does that work? How do you get things across the world to the military people? And do you put in a special treat when you see it's a, a military address? There's always a special treat in yeah. every discount coffee um, package that's delivered. Uh, this time of the year, especially Q4, uh, a lot. keep in mind, a lot of websites, if you go to .com, they do not ship outside the 48 states. Yeah. Contiguous, they call that. Yes. We ship to Alaska, Hawaii, and we ship worldwide. The military, if you want to send a care package to someone, um, it can only go by postal. UPS, FedEx can't deliver that. And so we use the postal service to deliver care packages for a loved one that you have. No matter where they are in the world, we'll get that coffee or that, that, um, that gift from home to them. If you don't have someone in the service... And you just want to there, – there's many people in the service that don't have families. And this time of year, it kind of gets lonely. So just get with DiscountCoffee.com. We'll get them a special treat, you know, to kind of cheer their day up. And that's another thing. You go out of your way. I mean, it's not just like you're, you know, on Amazon or you're in a big box store or something like that. I mean, it's your personal service. And like you said, every time that we've placed an order, there's always been something special in there. It's been a little surprise. It's always been well appreciated. And what I don't understand is just how fast, I mean, it gets there so fast. I mean, is that is that the postal service then? I mean, that you, I mean, do you use that for everything? Because everything's like usually in a, a day or you know two days most well we, we use many carriers ups is the best of breed okay um fedex is secondary um postal service you know for military that's great so whatever depending on where you are located and what your address is is the carrier that we'll use um mary thomas our customer service manager she's been with us for 25 years right so you can call our toll-free number we actually answer the phone i know it's <laughs> unbelievable it's, it's not it's not like listen to our music your call is important to us how many times do we hear that call amazon see right. how fast you get a human person to, to answer your questions okay and also i mean you mentioned we're going back to the offices it doesn't have to be some gigantic 5,000 employee place. I mean, you, regardless of the size of the office, I mean, you're able to handle it. And it's a good value regardless of how big a company you are. Yeah. I mean, the average office size um, that we service is between five and 10 employees. We service offices that are in the home. You know, a real estate, a realtor who has five real estate salespeople over in the morning. You know, those type of uh, businesses, you know, that are in the home are kind of off the radar for the traditional coffee service to even see or penetrate. Uh, So if you have internet and you can pull up discountcoffee.com, we can deliver anywhere, whether it's the Sears Tower in Chicago or the Kibler Country Store in Van Buren, Arkansas, which was the first two customers we had back in 1998. That's right. Okay. And so back in 98, well, I mean, what was it that made you decide to to, to pick this, this type of business? Well, I, the King has been in the – I started with a small company called Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And the King, King has been in food and beverage for uh, over 45 years. And so the office coffee service industry, the OCS industry, that has these 2,500 coffee services throughout 
America, including St. Louis. Uh, they that industry started in 1968 with the lie that if I bring you a free coffee maker and you just buy the Folgers from me, sounds like a pretty good deal. Like you said earlier, uh, the coffee maker is nothing's free, right? Mm-hmm. The coffee maker gets paid for by the coffee service. They can't go back to that account and say, "Well, we we've been charging you ten dollars more a case to offset the cost of that coffee equipment." So now it's paid for. We're going to reduce your cost by ten dollars. Discount Coffee doesn't provide equipment. We don't provide that line. UPS is not going to clean your coffee maker. And the truth is... They don't. I've asked them. Your coffee maker isn't getting getting clean anyway. You're doing it. So um, that's where the big savings is. So for special right mind uh, audience that's That's listening right right now... Yes, we can't forget that. Go ahead. Go to discountcoffee.com. When you check out, put in the promo code. What's the code, Joey? Right mind. Spell it mostly right and you'll get the discount. And it could be one word, it two words, two words, uppercase, lowercase, three words. Yeah, and it works. Fifteen percent off your entire order, including clearance and sale items, and we don't do that for anyone else. Go to discountcoffee.com, Use that promo code RightMind, and regardless of anything that's on sale or a buy one get one free, you're still going to get an extra fifteen percent off when you use the coupon code RightMind. On the line now, we have Byron Keelan with Freedom Principle, and he's one of the few people that's going to take on this whole homeless Bill of Rights craziness going on. How are you doing, Byron? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, but I'm watching these uh, news items and things that are popping up. Now you've got all this cronky money that everybody's heard about a million times, like $700 million or whatever it is. And, it's, and nobody, well, we don't know what to do with it. Like like it's a big mystery what, what to do with this stuff. And now they're going to hire consultants to decide what to do with it. And who knows where that consulting fee is going to, going to or who the consultant actually is or what that's actually going to end up costing in the long run. Well, it's, it's quite obvious when it's right in front of your face. So some of the things that need to be done. I mean, I remember back in the 80s, even uh, early 90s. I mean, St. Louis, I mean, with its architecture and scene that I had, I mean, uh, the landing area, we used to be down here all the time. And it was safe. It was fun, whether it was a ball game or whether it was going to restaurants. I mean, and to see it just so quickly just fall apart uh, without any real uh, effort, in my opinion, to fix it when there is money to be spent to do it just seems criminal, in my opinion. I agree with you 100%. And yeah, they're, they're not serious about fixing it. They're more serious about taking the guns or, you know, they can't pick up the trash and protect the residents. Uh, and, you know, the, 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 you're, like you said, are wanting to hire consultants to tell them how to spend the Rams money. Have you looked at the roads lately? Have you yeah. looked at your infrastructure of the water pipes and sewer pipes and things? They're busting over the place. I mean, you're right. I don't understand why they can't just say, hey, we got a big problem here with our infrastructure. Let's go fix it. Or let's deal with this issue of fixing up some of these vacant buildings and properties that they have. Um, I don't know if you've driven on Kings Highway there at 40, but there's a whole row of vacant uh, houses and stuff. You can't tell me that they couldn't take some of that money then and make some homeless shelter out of those areas uh, right, you know, right by the hospital, it, but they're not, they're not, they're not capable of dealing with these problems because they just don't, you know, their, their view is, is the government's money and therefore, you know, we're going to dictate. That's what they're going to do with this Rams money. They're going to take 
money and, and give it away through reparations or through other $500 or $1,000 um, programs to, you know, again, keep people uh, oppressed, basically. Uh, but what, you know, this homeless situation is that they, they, they're just looking to push them off the side into what I, what I actually call internment camps. You know, they're big on those things. They have a history of doing these types of things. And they're going to just push them out of mind and out of sight. Okay. So we have homeless people. We have, you know, deteriorating, uh, you know, city in general. The streets are a mess. But then you also have the crime situation. And a big part of that is that the police force, as you mentioned with your wife, I mean, has just been depleted. I mean, people don't want to be a police officer anymore. If they are, they're going to, they're, they're quitting by the, the, the droves. I mean, why doesn't some of this money go into beefing up our uh, our police force? I mean, it just seems like a lot of common sense uh, a lot of common sense solutions here to some of these problems. And, you know, to see it just keep spiraling out of control, it's either I don't think you can be this stupid. It has to be just, you know, blatantly it, it being done on purpose. It is done on purpose. I mean, you, and, you know, you ask about spend or you said mentioned about spending police. You have to actually like the police in order to want to spend money on it. I mean, Tashara and Megan are, are two of the most radical anti-police people we have in Missouri politics and they're defunding police. They're dismantling the police. They're, you know, they're, uh, you know, like they, they, it's been two and a half years now and they still can't fix the 911 center. I mean, there's, you know, maybe three, three people uh, on call, you know, in the call center at one time during the, the night shift. I mean, you know, if there's anything that's going to be where you need to have people in there, is at the 911 call center. I mean, you know, when you call and say, hey, I got to see, oh, hold on, please, or you get a recording, that's just, it's just asinine that, that people are, are accepting of this. And, you know, it it is, like you say, common sense, but they, they don't exact com- or exude common sense because they're too corrupt. To just, it's all about them. It's not about serving the people. You know, that's the whole situation with Kim Gardner. It was never about, you know, solving uh, crime. It was about social justice. And, and when you, you know, try to uh, fix people, you know, if you think you can fix people, um, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree on this. And we just need to think about actually having people govern and fixing the problems instead of trying to, do all this social justice or social environmental justice and, you know, putting social in front of everything and, and wasting taxpayer dollars on that. Yeah, I think it's social injustice because, I mean, saying this is social justice when you're out there uh, basically destroying the city and the culture for everyone else, that's social injustice. Now, you're, uh, you've, you're the founder of uh, the Freedom Principle. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, some of the things that you do and how people could get involved. Well, uh, they can go to freedomprincipal.org. Uh, we're a 501c4 membership-based organization. You know, we're promoting a pro-America, pro-Missouri first agenda. We're fighting for, you know, uh, constitutionally sound solutions to Missouri's biggest challenges. And, you know, so so some of the issues that we've been uh, fighting on has been election integrity. We were one of one of the uh, more active voices. In, getting the photo ID 
for voters. Uh, we've been very active with trying to get a ban, uh, a constitutional amendment to um, prohibit ranked choice voting and approval voting. Uh, we are now in the process all of trying to get an actual constitutional amendment to actually protect our right to informed consent so that the government, particularly Sam Page or uh, Tashara, cannot mandate masks or vaccine mandates on their citizens, uh, or school districts can't put masks or vaccine mandates on their uh, on the children to come. Uh, but, you know, we're, uh, membership is $30 a year individual, $50 for household membership. So, you know, again, they can go to freedomprincipalmo.org and, and join us and, you know, help us try to turn this state around. Um, we're, you know, we're one of the more active groups on the statewide issues and, uh, um, you know, one of the leading voices fighting for St. Louis. Yeah, and you're you're fighting the good fight, which uh, those of us that are doing the same really, really appreciate. Because I don't know about you, but you know, I, I talk to a lot of people that are talkers. I mean, that's what they do. Oh yeah, well we should do this, we should do that. But th- then they don't do anything. It's like, well, you go do it, and they don't, it'll 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 fix itself over time, or this is just a you know a brief period. But it, no, it it's not. I mean, it's time for the people that really do strongly believe the way that you do and I do and Joey and everybody else do, I think, I mean, is that uh, they've got to become active. They can't just be uh, passive. I call them passive patriots uh, where they may think what what is right is right, but they're they're not willing to do anything. So I applaud you for being out there on the front lines trying to make a difference. The average voter always rails against special interests. But really, when you think about it, the biggest special interest group that we have is citizens working together and actually making change in St. Louis City, making change in Jefferson City, making change in Washington, D.C. If we could actually take the anger that we all have or the frustration that we have with the legislatures, with the, with the uh, city councils and things, and actually work together, we could be the biggest special interest group that you know, we've ever seen. And then that's what we're trying to build with the freedom principle is that we're trying to build a group of citizen, uh, citizen special interest group, you know, and represent people that want to uh, protect their constitutional rights and want to, you know, make sure that when we implement laws, it's based on the constitution of Missouri and the United States. Yeah. Well, it sounds logical and it sounds uh, patriotic in the way things should be if you're a, uh, you know, diehard American as we are. So well, I want to thank you, Byron. Yep. I mean, it's been great. Well, thank and, you. Yeah. And I know you're a frequent, you're a friend with other people on the show. So we'll be looking at listening for you on other shows, but thank you so much. And we'll, uh, we'll get you next time. Okay. Great. Thank you Todd, for having me on. You bet. Thank you. Yeah, that's Byron Keelan, freedomprincipalmo.org. And, you know, he speaks uh, about what we all talk about. I mean, a lot of people out there, I mean, they they say, oh, yeah, we ought to, we ought to. Why don't you go do this? Or can you say this for me? And, they, you know, it's time for people to actually be true Americans and do it on their own. So one thing I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the, the Coffee Kingdom doesn't have this kind of problem, do they? I was just wondering, is there an asphalt shortage in St. Louis City? I yeah, see all is. these metal plates. Yeah, there's metal plates. There's holes. They're going for a lunar motif, all these craters. I so. mean, wouldn't normally you have that just temporarily until you got the street fixed? I think temporary here is like a decade. I mm. mean, it's pretty sad. What do you think, Joey? Is it, have, have you fallen? I think I've lost, I lost my pet in one of these holes. An escape from New York, which they filmed in St. Louis. They did. Around dark time, they would bang on the sewer lids and people would emerge and... 
ransack the city and stuff. So maybe we forgot to take some of the extras out of the sewer when they were filming that. You are always just right on top of that knowledgeable stuff. It's been a fun show. You had a good time? Wonderful time. I love having the guests in studio. And King Kirby, too. this was an honor. It is an honor. And, you know, he's, he's he told me later on he might be able to wear his crown. Joey, thank you. King Kirby, thank you. Thank you. I'm Todd Showalter. You've been listening to The Right Mind Show along with my buddy Joey V and King Kirby in studio and Mitch Murphy back here just anxiously awaiting to take us out. And remember, everybody, like I always say, if you don't have a right mind, you don't have a mind at all. Till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Right Mind Show with Todd Showalter. To find out about all things Todd, go to studiotodd.com. We will see you next Saturday night at 5 p.m. right here on 1019-941 Newstock STL and always streaming online at newstockstl.com.